Podcasting 101 with me, your host, Rachel. This podcast is for female business owners and solopreneurs that are looking to start a podcast to add to your own already awesome offering. I'll give you helpful advice that you can take away and use in your podcasting journey. I hope to answer those tricky questions that just keep you from starting. Once a month, I'll be joined by other female podcasters. They'll share their journey with you and offer tips and advice they discovered along the way. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the show. Today, I have Hannah and Nicole from Showing Up Solo. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hi, Rachel. They're both service providers, online business owners, and moms, just like me. Showing Up Solo is a video podcast, which is a guide to marketing your service-based business using online marketing tools like social media and email campaigns. They have some awesome guests on too to offer valuable insight into the different topics. Welcome. It's lovely to have you both here. So not only are these ladies my clients as well, and we have worked together and collaborated with Hannah as well. So it's a really nice, I just love our little, little relationship oh, gang that we've love, got going love on. Love the relationship. <laughs> love getting to work with you, Rachel. You're always such a pro. Oh, that's very kind. It's really, uh, I love listening to all the, as I said before, about the guest interviews. You have some awesome people coming on and then inside your membership, which you can tell us about a little bit later, um, that's linked to showing up solo. And they offer such valuable information and insight into marketing and social media. It's, um, it's really great to listen to. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we really try to have other entrepreneurs like yourself and us who are learning their way through the online marketing world. Yeah, our philosophy is y'all everyone has to start somewhere. When we started, we had to figure out how to build a client base from nothing in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we just want to help the people who are in the position we were in when we started our business and help them get to where we are now but quicker. It's a great service to offer because there are so many people especially since the pandemic coming into this space that just need that extra help and guidance along the way. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about what you do and why you wanted to start your podcast? I can definitely talk about why. Um, I remember the conversation that Nicole and I had. And actually, Instagram is to blame for our podcast. (laughs) Um, In the summer of 2021, Instagram announced they were pushing video content so much more And so I made a personal effort in my marketing to show up live more often. And I was doing these great lives every week. um, And they were taking the place of my podcast, of my, sorry, of my blog posts, because um, I was giving the same sort of information I would give, but I only needed to give 15 to 20 minutes of my time. And Nicole and I were talking about how much great information was coming out. Uh, when we would do lives together, how much great information we were sharing. And it was a shame it was stuck on Instagram because it was an Instagram live. And so we decided that we should start doing video content on YouTube. And if we're going to do it on YouTube, why not do it on uh, as a podcast as well? Because we can reach a wider audience. Um, some people are more likely to listen to a podcast than they are to watch a video. So, yeah, really, it was just um, a need to 
um, expand our reach marketing wise, but lighten our load. And so that's kind of the inspiration. Uh, And we were also debating whether or not to do a course or a coaching program. And I think we, we landed on doing the podcast and the membership because we wanted to give out a lot of useful information for free and then provide one-on-one support um, or group support if needed. Well, and we found that uh, with a podcast or even um, like YouTube uh, content, we could repurpose it in so many different ways and so many different platforms that we thought it would be the most effective way to reach the type of uh, target audience that we wanted to work with. And um, to touch on the our ideal client, we had noticed based on our own clientele that they were coming up with the same kind of questions of like, how do I do this in my marketing? What does this mean? And we just kind of, we saw this recurring p- pattern and we thought, why don't we create a service that can help our clients understand more about online marketing and we can provide a membership for them so they can um, access podcasts. We can give them some toolkits that they can get every month. Uh, We have our Facebook group if they want to ask questions. And then we even do like a monthly co-working session where we help them create content based on the topics that we're exploring. So it's a really cool place for people to really dive into things that they wouldn't have had an opportunity to do before. Yeah. And I think we were finding a lot of people at every, they, people were at every level, but still needing marketing support. So mm-hmm. we had people who were right at the beginning, didn't have a lot of money, but maybe had the time to invest in learning everything and sort of do it themselves. We had people who were in the middle ground where they had enough of a budget to pay for some support, but they were still going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting themselves. And then we had people who really did have the budget to hire someone to do it, but they needed to understand what was important and and all the ins and outs to understand where their money needed to go and what was valuable and what was not valuable. And so what we are offering kind of has something for everyone on those levels then because the podcast um, and YouTube videos are there for the people who want to learn to do it themselves. The membership is there for people who want to learn to do it themselves, but need a little extra support and input. And uh, we're working on some other offerings for that level of person too. So we can do some done with you services. And then we also offer packages that are done for you where we do, we set up all your marketing, but anyone who gets one of those packages also gets access to our membership for a year. So after we've set everything up and they get to it and they have to do it themselves and they're, they, they've got us there easily accessible, always available by the Facebook group. They can show up live to the sessions and ask us any questions. And so they're getting that ongoing support as they take the reins with their marketing. You've got support on every level there. So you can see from the way that you're you're both talking, that you've both really thought about your ideal client. So that's how the nugget has come from, like you say, for your podcast, you're answering real problems. People will recognize these things that you're saying that you're going to help them with and think that is me. 
which is a perfect example of, you know, looking at your ideal client, which is one of the first episodes. Is it the first episode in the podcast series? Uh, the, the second, 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 or that's third, right. third, third, yeah, third, third episode. Okay. If you, yeah, the, the beginning, we talk about marketing goals, marketing because, goals. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you need to know what those are. And that our goal with the podcast was to widen our reach and offer information to make the information accessible to more people. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. And I like the idea of your sessions that you offer people to work together. A great way for you to build on your podcast and their skills and get that extra support. Because I think some people as well, starting social media, it, it's, you think it's one thing, but when you actually look down at it, there are a lot more different layers to it than you originally think. And once you start delving in it, it does get a little bit, it can get a little bit overwhelming once you're, especially if you're new to it as a business owner or in the online space for the first time. So yeah. it sounds like you've really got that, niche down to help people which is brilliant which is what you want to do from your podcast to make sure that you're talking to your audience so for your planning stage obviously clearly you've worked on the research on the questions that you think people will want to know so you're answering those and um, what else kind of things did you look at you've mentioned your goals how did you decide on your target audience is that similar to the the, the kind of clients that you've got now is that the people that you're aiming to it, it's very similar. Um, I think we would expand it a little bit more or maybe just a little more detailed about who we're looking at. Whereas before we might've been more focused on uh, a creative entrepreneur. Whereas now we're, we know that it's an entrepreneur who's looking for help in these types of services who might want to invest money, but also want to know or don't have money, want to do it on their own. So it's just getting a little more detailed about who those people are. But essentially, it's like a a female entrepreneur who is trying to grow their business. Has it helped you since you've started your podcast and you started your membership to niche down further or recognize things of maybe audiences you want to target as you've kind of working through what you're doing? I think since we've started it, we've had more of the right people getting in touch with us. We're talking to the people that we're looking to talk to, which is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, we we basically looked at all the clients we had in our first few years of business and looked at what we enjoyed doing, which clients we, which clients we enjoyed working with, what services were constantly being requested, like what were we doing the same for everyone? And we basically put that together in our plan and came up with this ideal client that's very much based on reality. In fact, one of the best examples is an existing client was one of our first people to sign up to the membership. So obviously it was attracting the right kind of people. So that I think was really important that's great yes you know that you're being spot on with your your research and your marketing efforts there yes having a podcast kind of gives you this credibility that you wouldn't believe like um the the number of people who encounter my podcast our podcast like oh you're doing so well I can't believe you have a podcast and it's amazing how much credibility you get instantly from having a podcast, even though 
the content and the knowledge was always there. Like our skills haven't necessarily improved, but because we have a podcast, there's this level of respect um, that comes. Yeah, with I it. suppose you're demonstrating your authority in that area. I guess because you're, well, because you're using the platform that more people will access, and I guess it's maybe podcasts seem a little bit more authoritative as opposed to YouTube videos, maybe, because maybe depending on, on your generation, maybe what you might think of or what a typical YouTuber might be. Whereas a podcast people, and they have so, they've so blown up in the last few years. I think people who didn't know about podcasts now all know about podcasts. And I mean, it is quite exciting having podcasts. I love having my notes. It gives me a little thrill every time I go into the little app and see, you know, your podcast on there, the new episode and, you know, my own. So but I think, yeah, it's um, maybe cementing that knowledge of yours because it's going out to everybody. It's um, an extra benefit there for yourselves. Well, I can even say for my own self, before we even started the podcast, when we were talking about creating it, I was like, oh my goodness, are we even ready to have a podcast? Like, am I ready to have a podcast? So you you have this image of who a podcaster is. So yeah, it's it just shows this level of expertise that you want to share with other people. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. I, I also want to, oh, sorry. That's no, okay, go on. That's fine. I was just going to say, I wanted to mention as well that it was really important for Nicole and I that our videos and our podcast had some of the mistakes and slip-ups and the fumbles thrown in there too, because we want we don't want our audience to be scared of putting themselves out there because they don't feel like they're professional enough or polished enough. And so before we even launched our podcast trailer, we launched a blooper reel of us messing up <laughs> because we wanted people to see that it is doable. Um, we did decide to, we didn't DIY it all ourselves. Obviously we hired an expert, you, to... <laughs> help with the editing and getting it onto the correct platforms but but we did want it to very much feel accessible and doable because it is such a great way to reach your audience and I think more people could take advantage of it yeah it Mm -hmm. it can feel like a bit of a barrier uh, to people starting podcasts with or like marketing efforts on social media to think that everything has to be perfect and obviously you want it to sound as great or your marketing to be as great as it possibly can. But we are all, we all start somewhere and we all evolve throughout our journey. I'm sure everybody's podcast episodes and video episodes, whatever they are, everything gets better the more that you do it. So I think that it's that initial fear in, and that's great that you want to make your audience feel comfortable enough to be able to jump in at any point and know that from then on, they're only going to get better because they're just putting themselves out there and, developing their skills yeah well especially because that's what our our own clients were saying about showing up in reels or in instagram lives is that they were scared (laughs) yeah i can feel that pain with instagram reels (laughs) yeah so how can we expect our clients to show up and get over those fears if we can't demonstrate and role model that as well so yeah yes practice what you preach yeah 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 Definitely. How did you come up with the format that you wanted 
you know, you've, um, you release your episodes every two weeks and you have some solo episodes and you have some guest episodes. What was the thought process behind deciding on your format and the length of your episodes? We really wanted to, like when we did our planning, we mapped out all the different kind of topics that we were going to explore every month. And then it was talking about how we could invite the guest expert as well. And so alternating the schedule so we could not bombard our followers or our audience with constant episodes. Then it was also just deciding what worked well for us. And am I missing anything else, Hannah? Uh, no, we, we wanted to have a theme each month. So mm-hmm. both episodes that come out in the month, the solo ones and the guest expert ones have a theme, like the first month the theme was setting marketing goals the second month the theme was ideal client and we wanted that theme so that there's the conversation between Nicole and I which is very much an informal conversation it feels very much like you're just joining us for a coffee chat and then we wanted to invite someone else into the mix who might surprise us with more information or who can speak more specifically about that particular topic and share their expertise. And again, we wanted it to feel very natural, very much like a conversation. I would, I wouldn't even really call our guest episodes interviews with you, Nicole. They're, they're more like chats. Yeah. I would agree with that as well. Yeah. And it was important for us to try to keep them in theory to 20 minutes (laughs) That was the goal. We wanted them to be short and digestible, although we're talkers. And so when we have our guests in there, we tend to go over quite a bit. Yeah, that, that is tough. I, I'm probably going to suffer with that problem myself. <laughs> I like, um, I, it's nicer having, it's great that you put that thought process into, like you were saying, Nicole, about having digestible episodes and having not wanting to bombard them with the information like too much maybe might be too much coming every week because mm-hmm. I mean from different podcast research I think that you have to I mean the length and the frequency has to be suitable to you as the podcaster because like you said you don't want it for your own schedule as well you have to be able to commit to what you want to do and not over subscribe yourself because that's only going to in the end you might not be able to I love the new word is pod fade for your if you fade out your episode you, you can't keep up with your episode so I think it is a really important thing to do is to plan out the episodes like you have you've got your topics in place you know when you're going to be releasing them that's a really great place to be before you start recording And I know that you guys did batch recording, which I think is a brilliant idea and I will be doing this myself. So do you want to tell us a little bit about how you kind of decided to come up with batching and um, how you did it? Well, it was kind of forced upon us because we live in two separate cities. In two different provinces. Yeah, (laughs) two different provinces. Um, So essentially, if we wanted to have any episodes for video recording or podcasts with Hannah and I together, I flew to Vancouver and we did, I think, six episodes with our intro, our outro, and a bunch of reels. Um, And we batch recorded it like that. So 
Uh, I actually two very like intense days, actually, wasn't it? It was two intense yeah. days of of content creation. <laughs> but there was a lot of laughs, a lot of laughs, because at some point you just you're recording so much that you can't help but start making bloopers, and then it's just the giggles happen. So although they were intense, it was a lot of fun. And I think it was nice because it gave us an opportunity to warm up as well. Um, we have great chemistry over Zoom, but this was actually like the when we recorded our first six episodes, that was the first time Nicole and I had really been within touching distance of each other. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't used to that. Um, so that was that was nice because we were able to like warm up and and feel more comfortable. You'll see it as you go go along. And plus it gives us an excuse as mothers to get away for a weekend. I am going to visit <laughs> Nicole in May to batch our other six, the other six episodes for the year. And so kind of as an excuse for a little um, content batching vacation <laughs> or bi- yeah. business vacation. Business vacation. That sounds like a great idea. I wish I could come to Canada <laughs> and help you record them live. <laughs> That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> that, that would be, be amazing. Awesome. That would yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of things do you do to market and promote your podcast? So we use a number of different platforms. We Our primary one is Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, Hannah uses more Pinterest. I haven't personally used it in mine. And then we repurpose between our YouTube, our podcast, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Am I missing anything else, Hannah? I also tweet. Um, I'm using. I'm using. I'm a tweeter. (laughs) I'm using. (laughs) I'm using Twitter to promote the podcast episodes and Pinterest, um, especially because Pinterest is really great for evergreen content, and a podcast is evergreen content. So I um, I like to create like 20 pins for each new episode and drop them in my scheduler, and then I don't have to think about it. Also, let's not forget we email marketing we email our subscribers too and let them know that there's a new episode out so they can have a have a listen I think it's important to make sure everybody knows I think that sometimes we forget to I know that I've spoken to a few different people um, and I want to put a few posts up to say about have have you told everybody even your friends and family I'm not sure whether I actually have or you might just put it on your Facebook, even though it might not be businessy, I guess. But then there are still friends and family. You can still get connections and reach in that way. And I think that it's important to, I mean, it sounds like you guys are obviously, as you should be, seeing as you're the experts in marketing and social media, but you're in all the places where you're telling everybody. So whatever format people are, you know, downloading your information, they can get they can get it every stage. The thing about podcasting and, and recording is we can repurpose that that content everywhere. So whereas like we were creating all this content uh, among all the different uh, platforms, now we're just like making it work for for all of them. Like we're it, like Hannah said earlier, it's less work. We're we're not having to go crazy creating all this new content for something that's already there it's already for us to use so that's a great point you made you said it earlier as well about repurposing and also some people might think if you're having a podcast it's going to create you a lot more work I mean it will create you some work but 
as you just pointed out, it will help streamline everything as well. So you've got your main piece of marketing as your podcast and everything that you'd like to talk about, however the frequency, um, whatever the frequency may be, that you will be using that content across all of your platforms or however many that you're you're using and that it isn't actually that much more work because you can take, you can make a blog from your podcast. Like you say, Hannah, you were doing the lives and this is very similar to that. So I think that that also might be a barrier to people wanting to start a podcast thinking that it's going to be so much extra work that you won't be able to cope with it. But actually, if you look at it and streamline the process, it actually will just complement everything that you're, hopefully everything that you're doing already. Yeah. And we've actually got plans to convert all of the episodes into a, a blog series as well. That's, that's in the works. Um, right now we're just working on promoting the membership, but that's coming down the line too, is um, converting those into blog posts, which is easier than it sounds because we can just transcribe the audio from our mm-hmm. videos and then you just tweak it so that it sounds like it's being written versus said. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think that's the key is finding um, generally if you can sit down for 10 minutes and talk to a camera, you've got content. You can post that video on multiple platforms. You can strip the audio and make a podcast from it. You can cut fun clips or quotes and make reels from it. You can put it through transcription program and make blog posts or written content from it. So people think it requires all this work, but like, like Nicole and I just said, we, we spent a day we, we batched six episodes with plenty of time to have cups of teas and giggles. <laughs> and, um, and we, we did all of that in one, in one day and we suddenly had six months worth of content. I mean, like who, who can say that they can get six months of content out of one day. Right. I mean, that is a great achievement. Yeah. Uh, hats off mm-hmm. to you ladies been able to, to get that, to get that done. I think as well, that is a testament to your planning stages as well. You knew what you wanted to get done. You knew the time frame you had to get it done in so that you can achieve what you wanted to achieve for your goals. And you went ahead and went ahead and did it. So I think that is just shows how important the planning phases are in any yeah. marketing or your, your podcasting to do so you can ensure the success of it and being able to make it like the best experience so you're not kind of running around like a headless chicken thinking oh no I've got to record another episode this week or things like that you need to like be super duper organized and get it get it all sorted I want to mention that bringing you on at an early stage Rachel was a key part of our planning process because even though Nicole and I know how to market using social and email marketing we haven't ever launched a podcast uh, in terms of getting it onto the platforms, knowing how to do it, knowing how to edit the audio and everything. So a key part of our planning process was bringing on an expert at the beginning and like saying, we're going to set aside this money that's going to invest it, even though we're not going to see the return right away because it's going to take time. We know we mapped out the cost and when we would see the return and um, we knew that to do this effectively, we need to have an expert come in and help facilitate a launch so that we weren't wasting any precious time and energy. 
Well, and you even asked us a lot of questions that we forgot about, like, what do you have planned for your intro? What do you have planned for your outro? And we're like, oh, wait a minute. We didn't even think about that initially. So there's things that um, talking to someone, talking to an expert just gives you more understanding of everything that you might need. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think that there are always things that you don't think of. And it is it is good to have an extra set of hands there to to help out. And for some people might be doing handling the the tech on their on their own. So that is an extra kind of another level to to doing a podcast is doing it yourself. And a lot of the time, I mean, you you are both more than capable of handling the tech side yourselves, but it's having that time to do that, put the learning in to be able to do it, to do it all yourselves as well. So there's that, that thing to consider when you're starting your podcast, or maybe you're already in your podcast and you're feeling like it's getting too much that maybe it's time to to have someone come and take some of those parts away from you. I just want to ask one more question is um, just any advice for anyone um, who's looking to start a podcast is a, apart from obviously hiring me <laughs> as a podcast <laughs> manager. <laughs> Don't overthink it and make a date to to plan it and to go live and then just go with it. The more you overthink it, the more you push it off, the longer it's going to take to actually create the whole thing. So that's my, my little piece of recommendation. What do you think, Hannah? Yeah, I definitely second that. I would say what we planned our whole first year out. I would say definitely plan out at least what your first 10 episodes are going to be so that you don't lose direction Um, because it's very exciting to record a podcast and then people want to be guests and then you're like, oh yes, and I'll do this and this and this. And it's very easy to get carried away or lose focus. So sit down and decide what your first 10 episodes are going to be. Remember that it doesn't need to be long. You're not giving a Ted talk. You're not talking for an hour straight. You want it to be easy and digestible. And um, so plan it and then batch it. That was the best thing we did was, was batching the content so that then you don't have to worry if you have a, a week where life or work gets in the way and you're like, oh shoot, I was supposed to record a podcast episode. You always know that the podcast episode is taken care of. It's already in the, it's already scheduled and taking care of itself. And you just have to set aside like a couple days every few months to create more content. That is both of yours points. I third both of those points are really great advice that you're offering there. Do you want to let um, the audience know where they can find you and hear your podcast? Well, they can find us at www.showingupsolo.com. And from there, you can actually access our podcast and our YouTube episodes. You can also find out about what type of services we have. We offer a VIP session for entrepreneurs who are just looking for someone to help them with uh, the laundry list of items that they have. And you can also find us at Instagram. So at showing up. At showing up. Showing up solo. (laughs) Thank you. I'll put the links Um, to. Sorry, Guam. No, carry on. Nope. It's okay. LinkedIn and uh, Facebook as well. Yeah, we're everywhere is showing up solo. Also, hashtag showing up solo. If you type that into most social media platforms, you're going to find us. 
And also we have our, our membership, which is we expand on the topics we discuss in our episodes, dive deeper. And so far, and it looks like this is going to be the way it's going to go forward. Every guest expert is coming in to the membership and giving a more in-depth training or masterclass masterclass specifically for our members. So it's taking what you're learning from the podcast and then really diving deeper into it, but also having that live support where you can ask questions and get more specific information. Yeah, that's really valuable. Getting those, the chance to ask the questions with the experts. Well, that's yeah. brilliant. Thanks for letting, letting us know where we can find you. I'll pop all the information in the show notes. So you can just click on the links and follow them on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. Thanks very much for coming on, ladies. All the best. Thanks, Thanks Rachel. for having us. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please like, share and subscribe. Your support means so much to me. If there's a question or topic you'd like covering, then I'd love to hear from you. Find the podcast on Instagram at Rachie Botfield and drop me a DM. Till next time. Bye.